Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Saturday, June the 2nd. We are into June now already. Uh, we are just a few guys and gals from the Midwest talking pop culture news, telling stories, taking your comments, and whatever. I am, as always, Joey Mills with GeekDad.com. Let's just go around the room. Uh, Kenny Wright with Upscale Edge. Odin with Upscale Edge. Dusty Stafford with Stafford Lawn Care. Jessica. Just Jessica right Just now. Jessica. Just she Jessica doesn't have anything right else going on. You could say with uh, PGTC Cinnamon. Okay, PGTC or, Cinnamon. Or you could <laughs> say with, you know, CHC or something. I could Since say Since you that. do work there. I, I do, but I don't, I'm not giving them a shout-out just yet. They haven't earned their shout-outs. <laughs> they, can, yeah, they, can, <laughs> they, they got, got work to do. First yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what has been going on this week, everybody? Not everybody all at once. Uh, I bought me a new bow fishing boat just for the tournament tonight. That's what I hear. And it took me forever. I got to give a shout out to the boys at Midwest Archery, the old uh, uh, carpet barn. barn. Yeah. So they're not open yet officially. And I called around everywhere trying to find this reel that I wanted for my bow. And nobody had it. Nobody. So I've made one last phone call online. It's like Midwest Archery. And uh, they're like, well, I've got your reel right here. We're not officially open. You can, you can come in here and get it if you want. And I'm like, sweet. Nice. So I drove out to the carpet awesome. barn. Th- that place is customer awesome, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. That had they still work. got the big old uh, horse head hanging yeah, out Yeah, but they debated on taking the horse head off. They need they to just leave the horse head it. there and just put like a big arrow point coming through it. You know? they, uh, <laughs> they debated. It was like a, I asked them about it. They're like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and remove it. But it was up in the air for a while whether to remove it or not. Oh, I left like, it up there and put an arrow. I told them, I'm like, head. I didn't know yeah. if this place was going to turn into a titty bar because it's just outside of town. <laughs> just far enough <laughs> out. I said, but archery shop, And they could keep the same name, the carpet bar. Exactly. Exactly. But anyway, man, they really hooked me up up there. So I told them they they took down all the pop goes the culture stuff and everything. They're gonna. I told them guys they don't officially open. I don't have a opening date. I was like, when are you guys gonna be open? They're like, like hopefully in a week. That's what they said. They're yeah. ready. That place looks awesome inside. So. They have websites and uh, Twitter yeah. and Facebook and all that. Oh yeah, I'll have to tag them and tag them in and let them know they uh yeah they got. They'll a probably shot be listening now for sure because I wrote down everything. So there you go. How about you guys? Have you got have you made the transition official? Have you got the website open and everything? No, I thought we were going to, but we <laughs> You got overruled on well, that. <laughs> well, she's super busy with quilts right now, so we're trying to get those pumped out so that we can order some more stuff and get a little more stuff on the site. So we've just been working and doing podcasts yeah, and all that good stuff. Really? I haven't seen you guys this week. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> we have four our own days. Podcast <laughs> All right, well, let's jump into some headlines uh, from this week. First up, someone back in 2017 created a Twitter account, uh, the Twitter handle at Weezer Africa, and has for months been going, going all the way back in 2017, been begging and pleading with the band Weezer to cover uh, the 1982 Toto song, Africa. Last week, uh, Weezer trolled that account, that fan, uh, by releasing uh, their cover to Toto's Rosanna instead of Africa. <laughs> That's great. Uh, this week, Weezer uh, went ahead and released their cover uh, of Africa. If you haven't heard it yet, you can stick around because we're going to use that song uh, as our closeout song for the show this week. So great. if you're interested in hearing what that sounds like, uh, stick around and we'll close the show with that. Dusty, you were a big Weezer fan yeah, back Yeah, I used in the to day. love that sweater song. Oh, yeah. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. they were pretty cool in concert. <laughs> That oh, was, yeah. you know, we, how old were we? Probably 15 or so yeah, when Weezer was, mid-teens, yeah. like, really kicking off. Yeah. Yeah. We just, I listened to it a lot. Yep. 
I know how to play I a couple their Weezer CD. songs. What's that? I know how to play a couple Weezer songs, like on the drums. Oh yeah, what do you what do you know how to play? Um, I know how to play Beverly Hills. Can't think. Of, I know like two others, but I can't think of the names right now. I always have trouble remembering remembering Weezer songs <laughs> names for they're so out there. Yeah. Like yeah. Buddy Holly and stuff like that. Yeah. Odin, they were radio stars. They had a lot of mm-hmm. hits on the radio. Oh, yeah. yeah. Odin, are you looking to get back into playing full-time? you have mean, a band? or The only reason I haven't been playing drums is because I haven't had a band to play with. So having a band would be nice. I know a guitarist and a guy that sings. Oh, he could play anything. It doesn't matter. You choose. <laughs> well, they say that. <laughs> <laughs> That usually doesn't work out to be exactly the case, but so you're you're not are you are you actively looking for a band or are you just kinda waiting for something to come along? I I'm more or less waiting. Right waiting now. to see. Waiting for the right thing to fall. Yeah. He does a lot of the button pushing video gaming right <laughs> Instead now. Instead of the You uh, don't want any you yeah. don't want any girlfriends if you're gonna be in a band because you gotta keep, leave yourself open for but, the Or at least look like that. They gotta yeah. think that, that you're available. <laughs> gotcha. If you're gonna be in a band you gotta be single. In TV. Grabbing a soda. Oh, I conveniently taking a drink here. My girlfriend listens to this show, <laughs> so I'm just going to be quiet right now. <laughs> on the television, uh, people are getting in trouble for the shit they say on the air and the things they say off the air. Uh, Roseanne was canceled after Roseanne Barr uh, tweeted out some racist shit. Uh, Samantha B on her TBS show Full Frontal uh, called Ivanka Trump a feckless cunt. I'm not sure exactly what, is, what feckless I means. I think it's a British term. <laughs> Haven't had looked it up because I didn't really care. She since apologized, just like Roseanne did. Although Roseanne kind of blamed uh, Ambien for her. That's Samantha B says all kinds of. That's like the tamest thing I've heard. Uh, yeah, exactly. Say. Like uh, shit. Yeah, but we don't know what the repercussions are going to be on hers. Or people are upset. Um, you know, we've kind of reached. The point of saturation. I think we've reached the end of the internet when Sally Field, Forrest Gump's mama, is typing in uh, "cunt" on Twitter. <laughs> so yes. I think I think there's nothing more to see here. We've kind of reached the point of no return. Um, I think it's time I thought, for. I thought uh, like Twitter and stuff was free freedom. You could say whatever you wanted to. You, on you can say it, but that I doesn't mean. Th- I kind of thought America was too. Yeah, but, you, you know. can say whatever you want, but that doesn't mean that. Uh, it's, not, it's not like they're saying it on national television or something like that. They're well, tweeting. Well, Samantha <laughs> They're yeah. tweeting out their whatever. However yeah, they you feel. can. It's just kind of we're to the point now where it's time to. Uh, I don't know. It's time to pick your game up a little bit. <laughs> I think it's like you know what we've. We're to the point where everybody's burned out. Everybody's tired of politics. Everybody's tired of religion. Everybody's tired of everybody being jackasses to each other. So let's just move forward <laughs> and and leave the uh, the stupidity and the stupid stuff at home. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Doesn't mean that what you say is gonna uh, be the right thing to say at any given point, or that you're not gonna get fired or canceled or have people. You can't get fired up. from Twitter. No, but you can get fired from your television show. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of feel the same way without getting into a whole bunch of crap as firing people for what they say on their platform stuff is the same as being able to fire your Sears employee for posting on Facebook that he got drunk that night. Mm -hmm. And I have a problem because just the whole our rights for getting taken away and blah, blah. No, don't get me wrong. Right, no, I'm not saying, saying anything right. somebody says is right. I'm right, not, no, I know, I'm yeah. not doing that. Yeah. I'm always a America's, we lose our rights pretty quick, and it just keeps 
going quicker and quicker, and I think everybody just needs to stop being so pissy pants about stuff and just go, you know what? They said it. I don't care. Yeah. Move along because I got shit in my own life going yeah. on. Yeah. So. Well, and that's you know that's the difference between a, a private, a person in the private sector saying and doing stuff, and a celebrity when that's celebrities are their platform you know whatever they're saying on whatever i mean that's how we elected the president <laughs> was off twitter know, basically so, that, I mean, that you are your platform when you're a celebrity whatever you say is kind of you know for right or wrong whatever celebrities say people pay attention to well, so. for putting roseanne barr and ivanka trump in celebrity status then uh unfortunately the has been lowered <laughs> it's yeah. been dug out a big trench and only if you're that. feckless <laughs> yeah you know they've had te- they, they've been on more television programs than we have so which means you won't have sex with someone with Freckles. Is that what that means? No, no that's idea. freckless, I think. Oh, okay. freckless. Oh. Oh. <laughs> You're fucking freckless. <laughs> uh, the other big TV news from this week is uh, that, and we talked about this earlier in the week, uh, Lauren Cohen, who plays Maggie on The Walking Dead, is only or mostly going to be around for the first half of season nine, and then she's off the show. Uh, and now word has come down that season nine is going to be uh, Andrew Lincoln, who plays Rick Grimes, his last season on the show. AMC is uh, in negotiations. Last word is that they're trying to lock down uh, Norman Reedus, who plays Daryl, and they're looking to sign him for $20 million. So uh, like, sure. they're, they're willing to uh, pay some money to keep the last few old-timers on that show before it's all just kind of rewritten as a brand-new show. At what point, though, do you be like, all right, I, w- I want to do something else? Yeah, you know nine what I mean? seasons is a long time. Yeah. Yeah, that, I don't see it going much longer than, I mean, it may go a tenth, but uh, if it goes the ninth, I kind of see them going, eh, I know we said we would do ten, but we're just going to call it. I, yeah, I imagine they'll do ten just because. It's a good even number. To yeah, they on. won't want to say, oh, we lost it at nine when everybody left. They'll they'll do one more. TV has a problem with going one season too long. One too far. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ten is that. So yeah, going back to what we were saying, feckless, uh-huh. lacking <laughs> initiative or strength of character, uh, irresponsible. Uh, and lack of initiative. Well, my well, version that's was better. Yeah. <laughs> my definition was better. Yeah, He likes freckless. the freckless. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not feckless. Look at no, you. No, I know. I'm covered. <laughs> <laughs> Claire Kramer, who uh, played Glory on the fifth season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and she moderates a shitload of comic book conventions around the country. Does an awesome job. And outside the country and everywhere. She's worked hard during those shows. She worked hard for her money. Uh, She recently told an Australian news source that there is no interest in a Buffy reboot. I know there's been rumors people have been saying... You know, hey, we should reboot Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She says, uh, quote, no, nobody wants it. I think the people are interested in what's happening with it, but I don't think it's true that true Buffy fans want it unless the original cast is back together, which she does not think is ever going to happen. So. Yeah. You kind of had like a fanboy crush on... Uh, on What's Her Nuts? Yeah, yeah, back in the day. Oh, yeah. On who? Slayer Michelle Miller? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was a faith guy. I like him dirty. <laughs> all right. Like a poster or something. You were all the time about the no, Buffy the Vampire Slayer stuff. I didn't have any posters, but I would I would check out everything on the internet. You masturbate. Entertainment Week. Too. Oh, <laughs> I'm more Not of a Buffy. Giles type. Not guy. to Buffy. No. What? Giles. You're more of a Giles guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like some. Bro- no, wait. I would like some British. Vaginas over there. Like, <laughs> I like him clumsy and stupid like Xander. That really does it for me. <laughs> I want him to be able to take advantage of him. <laughs> Look, a Snickers bar, zip. 
<laughs> nice. Not going to happen. All right. Moving on. Got some candy in my pocket. Hey, <laughs> is that a Snickers in your pocket? Or you're yeah, the one that wanted to do this at 10 o'clock in the morning. So. Yeah, well. <laughs> you know what, though? I was thinking about that. It's come this summer and ju- we get into July and stuff. I know you need to cut a hole in that wall so we can put an air conditioner. What I need to do, I, well, they've got these air conditioner <laughs> units. I forget what they're called, but they're the ones that like they go. They're kind of thin and long, and they kind of go up high. And they only need like a yeah. Can you like some th- thin and long? Uh, they only need like a three inch hole cut. <laughs> I like your curse. <laughs> he likes a three inch hole too. Uh, hey, cut it Probably like that. <laughs> and they've got an outside thing of it. They're like cheaper than an actual air conditioner and. You don't have to cut like a air yeah, window air like conditioner a, size hole, like a uh, three foot w- hole in your wall to get the yeah, air conditioner. Yeah, you don't have to do that. Yeah, I don't know. Plus, they have, if you have uh, I mean, the problem is like one. it'd have to go over here, and the air conditioner unit that means it would be like in my walking yeah. up to the front door. I thought I thought you could put it on that side over there, but then we'd be air conditioning uh, well, the other side. I mean, it, yeah. it's a, you need an insulated garage door though, too. Yeah, I need that too. I know. Yeah. I know. We got much, some work to do. <laughs> I mean. Let's say something goes crazy and it gets huge, and we have to have this somewhere else. Right. You're out here anyways. Doing oh yeah, I'm still going to be. This is not going to change. It's just yeah. the microphones won't be here. Yeah. So that's yeah. I don't know, something to think about. I need yeah. I need some air out here. But we just thinking, just if we're going around with the Rickmobile, well, we're going to do that yeah. later on. But uh, yeah, I was thinking we may want to go to an earlier morning in the Saturdays in the summertime anyway, just so it's not because it's going to be. You know the door's shut right now because it's less humid in here than it is out there. But well, at least if we do it in the morning, that kind of frees up everybody's Saturday afternoon. Go to the lake or do whatever. Yeah, we'll talk about it some more. For those of you that are listening, going, I don't care. I get it on Sunday morning on my phone. (laughs) I don't care when you guys record this shit. Uh, In movie news, we talked about this. The Crow reboot has lost its actor and director suddenly and on the same day. Uh, Jason Momoa, uh, who was set to star in the reboot, he went to Twitter or Instagram or somewhere. It all gets shared around and said that he is willing and ready to make a good Crow adaptation whenever the studio is ready to put one together, which seems to suggest that whatever the studio was pushing on the star and the producer and the director uh, wasn't going to be a good Crow adaptation based on what they're saying. It sounds like some shit out. Yeah. So so it it, it may be a good thing that fell apart. (laughs) They're gonna redo the crow, man. They better bring it hard because oh, yeah. those other two were they were watchable, but by no means the first one. So yeah, the first one. I never watched any but the first one. Yeah, well, you're okay. <laughs> that's that's what you want to do. Yeah. Stop. You should stop right there and not go any further because the rest of them. Were well, not I, that's good. what I heard. So I didn't. Yeah. I didn't even. Uh, the first one was good. I liked it, but I never watched the next ones. Yeah, I think he would be good in that role, but yeah, he fits. He's got to have a good. Yeah, it's got to have a good story and be the right kind of movie. Uh, you know that standalone Batman movie called The Batman that Ben Affleck may or may not want to star in, depending on who asked him this week? Well, the rumor is <laughs> that the villain on that movie uh, will be the Penguin and is going to be a major factor in the film. This week, Nick Frost, uh, who's most well-known here in the States for starring with uh, Simon Pegg and in director uh, Edgar Wright's movies, Shaun of the Dead, uh, Hot Fuzz. Oh, yeah, Logan. yeah. Bigger guy. Not yeah. the little skinny blonde guy, yep. but the bigger guy. Uh, he said he threw his thrown his hat in the ring. Said he'd be interested in playing the penguin, uh, so that could be interesting. He's done a few other things as well, a little more serious as well as comedic. I mean, Danny stuff. DeVito doesn't want to come back and do the penguin. I, he hasn't said he wants to. I would be okay with that. How the prob- old is Danny DeVito now? Uh, he's probably, probably like in his seventies. Right at probably sixty-eight, seventy. He's playing his seventies. I would think he's been on. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia yeah. for a few years, and yeah. he still acts. He still he does can still strip well, on Friends too. 
I've watched Sonny in <laughs> Philadelphia. It's not like he's doing a whole lot in that no, show. No, but he's still yeah, but he's still on it. He's still working. He's still he's not retired officially. He's still getting a check from somebody. <laughs> exactly. Somebody's cutting him a check still every week. I don't know. When I first kind of saw that, I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. But I love what they do with the Penguin on Gotham. Right. So if they stay in that thinking and don't try to put a short fat guy. Hey, I'm all for all short him. fat guys getting work. <laughs> You'll not hear me complaining about short fat guys on in the movies and on television. I don't want to see it. In gaming, okay. <laughs> we'll just leave that hang there for a second. Uh, in gaming news, Nintendo announced uh, what's sure to be the Switch's biggest selling game, Pokemon Let's Go. And there will be two variations. <laughs> Why do they change their names of their shit? <laughs> because they keep it all the same, dude. It's like Pokemon Go, Pokemon Let's Go, Pokemon Go Tomorrow. <laughs> Pokemon goes to the bathroom. Uh, there are going to be two variations, a Pikachu version and an Eevee version. The game is inspired by Pokemon Yellow, which is one of the original Pokemon titles, and Pokemon Go, which is why they're calling it Pokemon Let's Go. Uh, there's going to be a peripheral. It's going to be shaped like a Pokeball that you put your wrist in the little wrist thing. You pretend to throw it like you are uh, throwing Pokeballs in the Pokemon Go game. And that's how you catch how Pokemon. How the cardboard things? Is that, do they, do I they, don't know. I've they never, scrapped that shit yet? They're still for sale. I still see them. I don't know if anybody's using them. I, I, I saw a video this week where some guy, a pianist that plays... Yeah, a pianist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was play, he played what? The, oh, he, he was the composer for the Game of Thrones theme song. And he was playing it on one of those cardboard Nintendo Switch things. There was so, a cardboard piano? Yeah, that you build and Do you have together. any of the cardboard stuff no, for yours? No. See, that's what I, I don't understand. I'm like... What if someone spills a drink on it? It's well, done. it's not like the cheap ass cardboard. It's like heavier than a pizza box cardboard. You know, it's a thicker cardboard unit. So he started playing Pokemon Go again. Yep, I picked up Pokemon Go. How many balls do you got? Um, Just two. <laughs> <laughs> two girls. I got two, but one's a regular and one's a super ball. <laughs> a little lopsided when I walk. There you go. Uh, word wow. is there's going to be a new assassin. Speaking of testicle implants, <laughs> yeah. you know, I we looked into this. I was going to remove my right testicle and get one of the ball bearing things because right. they were going to pay like fifty grand to do it. Right. And come to find out, you, they was all just to. They won't actually do that. One guy got it done. I was going to remove mine because mine's shit on the one side. Right. And uh, <laughs> I was like, fifty grand. Fuck it. Let them take it. But who was going to pay you fifty grand? I don't know. It was on black a, market. Yeah, I think, it, I think it ended up being some sketchy ordeal. So. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't yeah. You show up with this, guy, this guy's uh, station wagon. And, uh, <laughs> take the, I want the check first, man. I got to make sure it's clean. Yeah, we're going to meet at 2 a.m., this sketchy spot. And I swear I'll bring the money. Just yeah. show up yeah. with the testicle. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks for throwing that out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, word is there uh, will be a new Assassin's Creed game coming soon. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Will be set in ancient Greece. It's going to be a hardcore RPG, less huh. story directed elements. Sources say the game will be released by the end of the first quarter of 2019, uh, while people closer to the developer are saying, We'd really like to push that out for a holiday 2018 release if we could. So. Everybody likes their hardcore around Christmas. I think yeah. Assassin's Creed's seen its end of time. Well, that's why yes. they're making this one not so much directly, this is the storyline. It's going to be more open world, kind of in See, the vein of like a Red Dead See, I was hoping if they Red would Red do Redemption. like an MMO Assassin's Creed, then they, yeah. they could probably cool. sell that. But as yeah. far as the first-person storyline... They gotta end that shit somewhere. Yeah, They've it's been going on for what twenty also. years, yeah. something like that. People will buy it. 
Finally, there's a new Fallout game on the way. Fallout 76 yeah. released their reveal trailer this week. Word is oh, the game it. will be, again, another departure from the traditional gameplay in the series. Uh, more information is scheduled to come at a press event, which is uh, ne- Tuesday. No, not Tuesday. It's it's a Saturday or e- Sunday. It's probably at E3 or something. No big. They're, uh, yeah, this is before E3, but yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have a press conference and a big event on June the 10th, which is like a Sunday or something. It's kind of weird, but whatever. I have heard rumors just around stuff. I don't know how legit <laughs> this is, just on the internet and all that. That it's going to be like multiplayer and more like a Daisy kind of feel to it. Yeah, people are trying to uh, get away from the single-player stories. They're throwing more multiplayer, like with State of Decay 2. They're throwing more open-world, like apparently Assassin's Creed and some of these others are going to go with. So People want more open-world, and they want more multiplayer in their games. They don't necessarily want the single-player stories. Playing with friends is always more fun than playing with yourself. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Are we still talking video games? (laughs) Yep. Yep. Oh, Alrighty. we're talking about video games. Oh, never mind now. Some of us are. I don't know. <laughs> uh, in other news this week, we've got a few stories here um, from the Associated no poop Press. Stories, I no, hope. there is no, not any shit in this week's stuff. Aww. Huh. Can you put the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Can he likes the poop play? <laughs> that was a crazy <laughs> video. Everybody the who fecal, wants that video the told fecal me freak. that's crazy <laughs> shit. My dad's German. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a fecal freak. Fecal like, freak. It's in my blood. I can't help it. Uh, Philadelphia. Never Go ahead. Never <laughs> as long as there's not blood in the poo, I guess we're okay. Uh, from Philadelphia, one of four peacocks that wandered away from the Philadelphia Zoo uh, and created a traffic jam on a nearby highway was found dead on that stretch of road on oh. Thursday. Yeah, sad stuff. Damn, man. Zoo staffers have been working with authorities to try to locate the peacocks after they took a stroll along part of Interstate 76 about a mile from the zoo on Wednesday night. State police arrived and shut down two of the six lanes of traffic, causing backup for miles. Police got the cocks off the highway, uh, but were unable to capture them. The cocks likely, likely went to roost for the night, and the search was halted until daybreak on Thursday. Two teams of animal curators and keepers from the zoo and police officers circled the area where the cocks were last seen. They also checked locations where the zoo teams thought that the cocks might like to explore. Are there locations that you think the cocks would explore? Uh, they yeah. like places that are warm and wet. Nick's house. Their <laughs> <laughs> daughter's house. One just randomly. Peacocks just show yep. up? Yep. I wouldn't be surprised. They're kind of out there. They're Well, they're kind of by the zoo, aren't they? No, they're not. They're not really. That. Not yeah. really. Yeah, they're, they're pretty. But they had one Sorry, the other day just. Flew just over to the up. house and stayed. There's one in uh, Rogersville that uh, was going down 125. They like apparently they like busy roads. We got a bear in Rogersville now too. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. I've seen the well, videos on that. I don't think that. it's there anymore. I think they, they relocated they him. Yeah. It and relocated. When I was little, there was some guy here in town that had peacocks. Four or five of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of peacocks in Rogersville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People and like they can fly. Yeah. They just choose not well, to fly most of the time. Yeah. One of them's like lost chicken. right now, which I'm I'm betting is that one that was running down 125. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess if you got a lost peacock and somebody sees it down the highway, a yeah. peacock on the highway, those are the one the same. They're loud, though, dude. You yeah, don't want to keep are. one as a no, pet. No, I know. Just keep them, around, keep them away from rednecks or the, they'll be having that for dinner. Yeah. So speaking of that, we ran over a guinea like two or three years ago yeah. with an yeah. envoy. And, uh, with a lawnmower? No, <laughs> the, with the envoy. Oh, I thought you said it, uh, with oh, a lawnmower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when we had our what? envoy, we ran over a guinea, and I'm like, dude, we're eating that thing. Dude, it was tough as nails. Yes, we did yes. eat roadkill 
It, it wasn't well, you killed it. Was it. your fresh, yeah. yeah. We ran it over. I'm like, <laughs> we're like gonna you eat came it. up on it hours later and like, ah, shit, I'll give it half no, picked it apart. Have <laughs> on it. We just ran over it. Had to chase the varmints <laughs> off of it. Yeah. <laughs> just so you know, an old guinea doesn't taste very good. I imagine not. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's yeah. Uh, the cock found dead on the highway on Thursday likely had been hit by a car. Zoo spokeswoman uh, Dana Lombardo said. The four cocks are part of a larger flock that roams freely on the zoo's grounds and that is cared for by the veterinary staff. The birds sometimes venture past the zoo's gates, but normally return on their own, Lombardo said. They have a homing sense, and it's unusual for them to travel that far from the zoo, she said. Zoo officials ask people not to approach the cocks because they may have been nervous being out of their natural and normal environment. And they could poke you. <laughs> they <Yeah>. can. <laughs> but, um, you see the cool, they got like an albino one somewhere, a white yeah. Peacock looks mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. I've oh, never seen one before. I've seen a picture of it on the yeah. internet. They're, yeah, they're pretty cool looking. Uh, instead, people who see the cocks can send the location, date, time, and a photo of the sighting, if possible, to peacocks at phillyzoo.org. So if you're in Philadelphia and you're listening and you see a free-roaming cock, I'll there's only three a, of them left. <laughs> Get a picture of it. Snap, <laughs> snap a picture of the cock and send it to <laughs> them. Pictures I got your free-roaming cock right <laughs> If you can, get a picture uh, of the cock with the date and time uh, and send it to the fe- peacocks at phillyzoo.org. Let's take sure one right now. I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're going here's to three, Here's a picture of, of three cocks. Uh, send it to the Philly Zoo. There's four of us in here. Well, only three cocks. <laughs> Somebody's got to take the picture. That'd be me. Uh, okay, well, yeah, we can get a picture of all four. One of them's going to be dead, though. Odin. <laughs> We're going to draw the short straw. Next story uh, in Natchez, Mississippi, from the Associated Press. An alligator caused a stir by meandering onto the campus of a nursing school in Mississippi. Uh, The Natchez Democrat reports that the nine-foot gator appeared Thursday on the Alcorn State University satellite campus near Natchez. (laughs) A campus security officer, officer, Lieutenant Kevin King, says that he was out for a walk when he noticed the reptile lying in the shade under a bush. And then he shit his pants. (laughs) (laughs) So we got stories about... Free roaming cocks and uh, gators in the bush. He called I got a story about this. As you're done, all right. He called state wildlife officers. They wrangled the alligator into the back of a pickup truck, but only after it thrashed around and it hissed at them. Well, if that's the worst it did, then they got off. Yeah, lucky. yeah, yeah. People I still got all my limbs. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> People watched from a distance and snapped photos on their phones. Natchez is by the Mississippi River, and alligators are common in the area. In 2017, a group of hunters caught a gator that was just over 14 feet long yep. in the area. You know, everybody was standing around just like, oh, yeah, get him. He's going to, oh, yeah, this yeah they, is going to happen. Yeah, they had their phones out because they were expecting, hoping to get, get the worst. <laughs> so in my travels, <laughs> on the road with Dusty. We were in Gainesville, Dusty. Florida after a night of heavy drinking. Yeah. And right on the campus there, that's a big college town. So they've got this, like, moat thing that's sitting right outside of the college campus. Right. And we just happened to be strolling by and seen an alligator right on the edge of the moat thing and it was only like three and a half feet i'm like i'm catching that alligator so i get down into the water and we're <laughs> trying to shine a phone for a light right try to, try to get catch eyes. this alligator you know we're we've had a lot to drink and yeah. so <laughs> that Brad, goes without Brad's saying it's like i'm not getting in there man and i'm like i'm getting in there so we get down in there and i reach for him and he dives underneath the water and i'm like shit and so this cop rolls up, and he's like, what are you boys doing? I'm like, we're trying to catch an alligator. Get the hell out of there. <laughs> and, it, and by that time, I've lost the alligator. And I'm like, he could be under me, you know. And it didn't really spook me that bad. But we got told you can't catch alligators at the campus moat, by the way, especially if you're drinking probably. So 
Probably only if you're drinking. That'd be the only time you'd we be didn't out get there arrested drinking. for attempting that. That was something different. But right. <laughs> well, how big of an alligator are we talking? About? <laughs> well, he's, huh? uh, he's like, only three like a three and a half feet. It was yeah. a little one. Oh, a little one. Yeah. I just thought it'd be cool to catch a little alligator. That's a lot yeah. smaller than what the Dude, story when I, I was told. When you live in Missouri, <laughs> you say you caught an oh, yeah. alligator. That sounds pretty cool, you know, because we don't have alligators around here. So. Caught a 20-foot oh, alligator. Yeah, they have them in the Cape there. He, he used to well, if you go to Bath, they, they have them around the Cape. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They have them uh, up, up the Mississippi River there around the Cape. They have I've gators. never seen one around here. Not around here, yeah. around the Cape. That's while, they'll get a they're, they're supposed to be like deer. There was one in uh, Stockton Lake once. Yeah, they say that people have been letting them go, but yeah. you're not to do anything. You leave them. They want you to just leave them alone. If you see them, just leave them. That was a whole other story. As we were going up Lake Tanicomo bow fishing one night, and all these kids are approaching us on the landing. They're like, what are you guys doing? We're like, there's an alligator loose in here, <laughs> and the conservation has hired us to trap it. And they're like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah we made up this elaborate story. It was funny. <laughs> Oh, whoops, forgot to silence my phone. <laughs> That's the bullshit alarm going off. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a true story. <laughs> Most of my stories are 98% true. You just have to figure out what the 2% is. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Uh, up next in Methuen, Massachusetts. Sure. Uh, a man accused of climbing into a drive through window of a Massachusetts Dunkin' Donuts and then promptly climbing right back out has been apprehended. Police say they responded to a security alarm at a shop in Methuen on Sunday morning and saw video surveillance footage of a man pushing the drive through window open and climbing into the store. He immediately turned and left out the window. <laughs> Officials arrested the man on Sunday evening but have not identified him. In a Facebook post that includes the security footage, police did not say if the man stole anything from Dunkin' Donuts or if he has any affiliation with the store. Why don't you just take him out of the dumpster like everybody else? Why would you break into a Dunkin' Donuts and not expect to get caught by the cops? If you're just after a donut, take them out of the dumpster. Well, I'm guessing the person that's going in through the drive-through window probably doesn't think about those things. <laughs> he's you're probably think, he's probably <laughs> the kind of person that uh, thinks uh, that jumping into a lagoon after a three-foot alligator. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably the kind of person that depending would see on the gold bars in the window and yeah, <laughs> depending on what time it is on that Sunday morning, he's probably a little drunk as well. Uh, if you're high on meth, you'll do about <laughs> anything. I think. He's like, I thought All this right. was a 24-hour joint. Oh well. <laughs> Banging on the door. Open up the fucking <laughs> drive-thru. I'm here. No, I'm not driving. I'm on foot, but you can still serve me. They won't serve you at the Jack in the Box in uh, Flagstaff, Arizona, unless you're on a, a vehicle. You can't walk through the drive-thru and at the... Uh, Most places are like that. Yeah. He I, went and so I got took a, a little kid's bike. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. They, let, they served me when I was on a bicycle. But not Funny when you're story. on foot. I have a lot of stories. <laughs> right. I've been around <laughs> <laughs> Traveling on the road with Dusty That's a new podcast series We're going to start on Tales from the road True, true, true Hollywood stories 98% true stories from the road Figure out what the 2% is Is bullshit uh, From Argentine Township, Michigan We got a couple stories from Michigan actually this week uh, Two girls found uh, What authorities say is a World War I era Practice bomb while swimming in A lake in Michigan Sweet the Flint Journal reports that 10-year-old Paige Burnett and 9-year-old Sage Menzies were searching for items below the surface of Lobdell Lake Tuesday when Paige felt something unusual. The girl <laughs> said it was not an alligator. You touched a pom-pom, I touched an A-bomb. I knew that was coming. I knew yeah. that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> nice. This was uh, in the summer, so there was no ice on the lake, Justin. Yeah, I would just... Uh, the girls and Sage's mother dragged a three-foot-long, which is about the length of an alligator, uh, mystery item find from the murky water. Paige says they were excited at first, but then got worried. 
She says she was scared that it might explode. Uh, the lake is in uh, Janice County Argentine Fellowship, about 45 miles northwest of Detroit. Township Police Sergeant Douglas Fulton says Michigan State's police's bomb squad came out and drilled a hole in it, but nothing but mud came out. Well, it was a good damn thing. Yeah. Why would you drill a hole? <laughs> I don't know. Let's drill a hole in it and see if it blows up. Was it a bomb squad that done it? They're probably they're probably well, it said yeah. familiar. It says the Michigan State Police bomb squad, so I'm going to yeah. guess it was the bomb squad. They, they, they know what they're doing. What if they got to keep it? The girls or the yeah. bomb squad? Dude, I thought it, well, you know girls those girls, girls got some balls it. on them to even be well, diving underwater to and find a bomb. Being that close to Detroit, good thing that was just that was all they found. Yeah, bodies. Felt something, and it was a hypodermic needle poking her. She's afraid of what she came out with. It was an old Cordova with five bodies in it. Yeah. That'd be a better find. Yeah, that would be something. That would have made the news, too. And finally, in Flint, Michigan. I don't know what's going on in Michigan. Uh, authorities say police impersonators have been fooling the police, <laughs> firefighters, and the public for three years in and around Flint, Michigan. Okay. Three uh, years. Yeah. The Flint Journal, another fine institution. Second story from them this week. They're on your side. Yeah. Uh, reports that the impersonators are members of a group calling itself uh, the Janice County Fire and EMS... Media Janice County Task Force Blight Agency. I guess they couldn't decide on a name, so they just threw it all together. Uh, they were acting as police at parks, fire ho- uh, house fires, vehicle crashes, and crime scenes. Wow. So they weren't just walking the street saying <laughs> they were police, by God. They were they were showing up. Hey, you know what? They were putting in work, so good for them. <laughs> They're volunteering. Yeah, and you know, nobody got that no tax money exchanged hands on this, so I say go for it. Well, how for big is the departments that they're not like, who the hell is that yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Isn't Flint where they, don't, they have like that water issue? Yeah, going maybe on? that's part of the problem, but, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Janice County Prosecutor David Layton authorized charges against the three people this week, including unlawful imprisonment. Uh, in one case, the impersonators allegedly handcuffed two people, <laughs> so that'll get you in trouble. Yeah, they did. Uh, court records say there are at least five other potential defendants. Layton says the individuals sometimes were the first to arrive at crime scenes, <laughs> and the and quote the real police would ask them to perform tasks. End quote. They got the plastic dollar store badges. We like <laughs> first on the scene, boys. Uh, an investigation started after a complaint about the rude uh, Janice County Park Rangers, who turned out to be the imposters. So these cats were rolling up for three years. They would show up on the crew. And I guess that's the thing. If you're the police and for three years you see these guys there and they're, people are ordering them around, I guess you just don't ask. You assume that somebody knows what the hell they're doing and yeah. sending these guys to work. And so it sounds like they got busted because they had one bad day and they <laughs> yeah. were rude and that's what got them Yeah, they were, they were rude and handcuffed somebody apparently. And wow. That, uh, that got them. They, <laughs> they were just bounty hunters. They're like, we need something else to do. I don't even know if they were that. They were just. Guys that showed up in costumes, party city costumes of police. Strippers on the side. Like they've been the first to arrive before like the police showed up. And nobody thought to put two and two together. These guys these guys can beat the police to a crime scene. Yeah, they're probably listening to their scanner or they're causing the crime. What's that tell you about the police department out there though? Well it is in Michigan. (laughs) What was that movie? We we should be cops or we are cops or we let's are, be cops. Or, let's be yeah. cops or something like yeah. that. Did you ever see that? No, but I know what you're talking about. Oh my god, that movie is hilarious. 
probably funnier than this, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm guessing so. <laughs> These guys probably don't think this is very funny anymore. I'm sure yeah. they did for a while. For three years, they thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> That's pretty badass, though. They got away with That's it. That's a good run. Three years. three years is a good run on just about yeah, anything. Usually, most so of these stories. So, did they actually get charged with anything? Oh, yeah, yeah. They've, so, oh, they got jail yeah. time now? Well, they've but been, what if they've they been charged. They have the crimes. What if they actually. Then they get thrown out. out. Yeah, those. Yeah, the yeah. Anybody they've arrested, anything they've done, any work that they've done. So why not just offer the guys jobs? Well, like, they, look, guys, you want to do it for real? Yeah, pay to put them through, get them their yeah, whatever certification the they academy, need. Academy school. They can spin it that away, but there's a whole lot of shit to clean up. Three years of oh, yeah. stuff, <laughs> tampering with that because that's tampering with evidence. evidence yeah. blah, so they always blah, drugs was always missing from the crime scene. <laughs> yeah, nothing ever made it back to the locker. I'm a sure. Bunch of rats ate the. Drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the mice that are eating all the drugs, I guess, in the locker. Uh, well, those are the top stories this week. Send us what you think are the top stories each and every week. You can email them to us at pop goes the email at gmail dot com. You can hit us up on social media, which is better because then everybody sees the shit you're tagging us in uh, on Facebook dot com slash pop goes the culture podcast and on Twitter at pgtc podcast. Links to all that and more are on our website at www pgtcpodcast.com send us stories for next week's show hey this is joey mills with geekdad.com and pop goes the culture podcast hey listen if you enjoy the content we create week in and week out then consider becoming our patron at patreon.com slash pgtc podcast there you can choose from the tiers and find the one that makes the most sense to you and start enjoying the rewards including behind the scenes access not seen or heard in our live streams and podcasts as well as helping shape our future shows again that's patreon.com slash pgtc podcast sign up today and be among the first to know when new tiers and rewards are added as we meet our goals again that's patreon.com slash pgtc podcast this week in pop culture, today's June 2nd. Uh, June 2nd, 1835. Kenny remembers this. I do. I was alive then. I was 12. Uh, P.T. Barnum and his circus <laughs> began touring the U.S. Did you remember going to those early P.T. Barnum circuses? I do. They were really fun. I remember the smell and the uh, What was the smell? Stuff. The was, smell uh, of the bearded women? Is that what you just said? It, it was more <laughs> the people stunk worse than the animals. So Elephant was, shit and hookers. It wasn't too bad. The hookers were the worst. I mean, they just did not have any cleanliness downstairs, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> there you Top go. and tails. <laughs> <laughs> Tops and tails so I, now. So I did not pay them the full asking price. <laughs> well, I can't imagine. Why not? So instead of the dime, you just gave him a nickel. And yeah, what was the price back then? Uh, two shillings. Two shots? <laughs> shillings. Shillings? Yeah. They needed shots so, uh, and penicillin What's afterwards. the current value of one shilling today? I don't know. I got out of the game. It's, it's worth a shilling. to the American money system. I don't know. It's been so long. It's like the bits. is like uh, <laughs> two bits, 12, please. 12 and a half cents or something like Pardon that. Pardon me, sir. Seven francs. Pardon me. I'm going to get this queued up for the next one. Uh, So we have uh, June 3rd, 1888. The poem Casey at the Bat by Ernest Lawrence Thayer was published in the San Francisco Examiner. Uh, One of the most popular poems around. It's fucking long, too. But uh, every time I hear about Casey at the Bat, it reminds me of this Penn and Teller routine from, God, I don't know when, old, long time ago. These guys were young. it's a pen and teller routine involving the poem Casey at the Bat. Uh, yeah, if you guys have headsets, if you guys want to share a headset over you yonder can, there. You can listen. It's okay. It's all right. I don't like those headsets anyway. This is uh, like one of the more uh, famous like Casey it. at the Bat uh, pen and teller routines, and we will take a listen and play it for 
y'alls as we are uh, listening to the Casey at the Bat here. Tick, tick, Casey at the Bat. Are you all right? Yes, now. Here we go. Not a very famous name, but that man wrote perhaps the most famous American poem. He was a journalist in San Francisco, and this poem first appeared in the San Francisco Examiner Sunday morning, June 3rd, 1888. The poem is entitled Casey at the Bat. It is subtitled The Ballad of the Republic, sung in the year 1888. And I shall be reading Casey at the Bat for you this evening in exactly two minutes and 16 seconds after which I will jump to my feet and take my final bow. And just to set this scene up, uh, so Penn is sitting in a chair, and there's a rope tied around the chair leg, and it's on a pulley system, and Teller is hanging suspended upside down in a straitjacket, and he has to free himself before uh, Penn finishes reading Casey at the Bat. Otherwise, when Penn stands up to take his bow, Teller's going to land on his noggin. And here we go. Casey at the bat. The outlook wasn't brilliant for the Mudville nine that day. The score stood four to two with but one inning left to play. So when Cooney died at first and Barrows did the same, a sickly silence fell upon the patrons of the game. A straggling few got up to go in deep despair. The rest clung to that hope which brings a turtle in the human breast. For they thought if only Casey could get a whack at that, they'd put even money now with Casey at the bat. But Flynn preceded Casey, as did also Jimmy Blake. The former was a Lulu, and the latter was a cake. So on that stricken multitude, grim melancholy sat, for there seemed but little chance of Casey getting to the bat. But Flynn let drive a single to the wonderment of all, and Blake, the much despised, had tore the cover off that ball. And when the dust had lifted and men saw what had occurred, there was Jimmy, safe at second. Old Flynn was hugging third. Then from 5,000 throats or more, there rose a lusty yell. It rumbled in the valley, it rattled in the dell, it knocked upon the mountain and recoiled across the flat for Casey. Mighty Casey was advancing to the bat. There was ease in Casey's manner as he stepped into his place. There was pride in Casey's bearing and a smile on Casey's face. As <laughs> <laughs> he lightly doffed his hat, no stranger in the crowd could doubt it was Casey at the bat. And thousand eyes were on him as he rubbed his hands with dirt. Four thousand thumbs of blood when he wiped them on his shirt. Then while the riding pitchers round the ball into his hip, defiance gleamed in Casey's eyes, sneered through Casey's lip. And now the leather covered spear comes hurling through the air, and Casey stood watching it in haughty grandeur there. Close by the sturdy batsman, the ball and heated sped. Aim was style, said Casey. Struck one, the umpire said. For the benches black with people, there went up a muffled roar. Like Meeting in the storeway, so it's turned in distant shore. Kill us! Kill the umpire! Shouted someone in the stand, and it's likely they'd have killed him. And our Casey raised his hand. With smile of Christian charity, great Casey's vision shone. He stilled the rising trouble. He made the game go on. He signaled to the pitcher and was more his spirit flow. But Casey still ignored it, and the umpire said, Do! Program in thousand eagles! No! Still the case in the audience! No! So he should have gone on the straight. Do the case win on the ball by again? Jerry's going to get a little bit of an eight pounds. Let's go by the barrel play. Now patrols ball now. Let's go. Now the air shadow of our first game. No! It's nearly a sunshine by a minute. Somewhere to our flight. Some middle island gets a little shot. It's a drive by the mighty Casey has. You made it. And they makes it right there at the end. Congratulations. For Dusty, who couldn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, he just I think I've seen it. I think I've seen it before. Yeah, he just keeps speeding up and speeding up and speeding up and going. So. That was awesome. That was fun. 
That is Casey at the bat. Uh, that was June 3rd, 1888. June 4th, 1976. You may remember this one, Kenny. Although I doubt you were at this event. Legit, I would have been three years old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a few dozen people saw the Sex Pistols debut at Lesser Free Trade Hall in Manchester, England. I've seen the videotape of it. Sex Pistols is one of those bands that uh, gets a lot of no- notoriety, but uh, isn't as good as all that. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, never got into them. I never got into Sex Pistols either. I mean, there's a few other stuff I kind of dig, but... Not I the... Not as not, not as much to, as they've been built up as over the years. Not enough to warrant teenagers wearing their shirts for decades after. Yeah, my personal opinion. I'll show you boys a Sex Pistol. You gotta yes. get a picture of that. Uh, send it to <laughs> Peacocks at Philadelphia Zoo. Never mind. We're the same Hashtag Sex Pistol. <laughs> Hashtag Sex Pistol. Yes. Uh, June second, which is today, is National Black Bear Day. When are you bringing in the black bear meat? Black uh, bear whenever Dad gets home. Uh, okay. You know, there's one in Rogersville now. <laughs> you can just go get it. <laughs> Pretty sure they might arrest you for taking that one. I think that, they might. That bear was just up the road from us. Yeah, he was, in he's literally in our neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> you yep. should have uh, lured him over, and we'd have had a black bear burger a, a little sooner. I think uh, she had a cub with her. Ah, see you then. Had enough for a slider to go with it, too, then. Slider. <laughs> bear sliders. I'll bring you boys some. And June 5th is National Moonshine Day. You ever had any Yeehaw. real moonshine? Yes. Like yes. Authentic oh, moonshine? Yes. Lots. Not the uh, brand moonshine that's a bottle. So the Amish, <laughs> yes, which is close to us, yep. you can get all the moonshine you want. And it's not illegal for them to. Right. Because they got to different l- rules and laws. Yep. Yeah, so we, used to do with down, uh, we used to go down on the river and the adults would prepare the watermelon, put the moonshine in there, and then they would drink it and stuff like that. And once they got to talking a little more and paying a little less attention to the... <laughs> you go have a slice of watermelon. <laughs> yeah. no. Can you set fire to your watermelon? Yeah, we have. Yeah. Haven't we? Yes. With alcohol? Yeah. Yep. You put uh, cut the hole in it, mm-hmm. dump the whole bottle like Everclear down into your yep. watermelon, and then you can actually set fire to your watermelon, which doesn't actually... Physically, sound like it could make sense, but it does. Oh yeah, you're just burning the alcohol. You're not burning the the water. And it's a tasty treat. There you go. <laughs> burning watermelon. When's your uh, honey meat gonna be ready? Uh, as soon as I put the honey in it, I just haven't got around to doing it yet. It's it's been ready for a while now. It's a it's a little over a year old now. Yeah. So it smells. Oh my god, it smells so good. We've tasted it without sweetening it. Right. And the one that I did the uh, orange vanilla yeah. of one, that stuff's going <laughs> to knock your dick in the dirt. <laughs> strong stuff, but it tastes good. It's like a creamsicle that the, puts you down. I imagine that I'll have to sweeten less, but yeah. the others, the other, I was worried because it kind of smelled and tasted like beer that had been sitting out all night. A little skunky. Yeah, a little skunky. And I was like, oh, shit, maybe I didn't do it right. But the older it gets, it more mellow it gets, out, yeah. and I, I'll taste it every once in a while. I'm like, it needs sweetening, but it's it's pretty damn good. <laughs> so the day we have the black bear burgers, we'll have to bring in the, some honey meat. Yeah, yeah I gotta get sweetened. We we're waiting, but we used up all the uh, all the good honey, all the honey in our tinctures and stuff. So uh, now we need to wait, no. and they'll be. Bees will be doing their thing again, and we'll be getting more honey. It's going to be difficult. I'm going to pick because some that the bees that we get it from, uh, there's an apple orchard right. just down from it. So that honey's like, oh, God, it's so <laughs> you can sit good. 
So yeah, as soon as I get Go around ahead. to doing, I just got to do that. And there's, um, I got to add another something to it. I've got the stuff. I don't remember what it like, uh, like an acid or something like that right. to it, and that's supposed to help with something. While your whole conversation is going on, my Jessica's <laughs> over here. You can sit on my thumb. <laughs> I said you can sit on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> that that chair back. killing your back? He's like back. tonight. See, I, I, hurts your ass. I called it. Chair. Yeah, it's all right. I'll stand. You don't uh, have much uh, of a meat back there. I know. I need more cushion. There you no, go. Thumb no probably ain't gonna feel too good either. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> probably won't feel too good either. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Better than that chair. <laughs> uh, results from our Twitter poll from this week. Our question of the week was: What is your favorite summer blockbuster? And we will get into our favorite summer blockbusters here shortly. Uh, but the final results, when you tally it up from Twitter and Facebook and the conversations we've had out and about with our uh, on-location hosts this week, uh, Shrek comes in with 50% of the vote to take first place. Dusty, you brought in the Golden Girl trophy for us, the Funky yeah. Town Pop. So if you want to present that over to Odin. <laughs> you got to keep it outside the pants. Here you go. Here you go. Don't rubber titties too hard like I did. <laughs> Is that why that paint's flecking yeah. off there? <laughs> I was wondering what happened. Repaint the breast. Gonna need another coat on, stuff on I could, there. I could have okay. took this boat again. I chose not to. Yeah, you could have shenaniganed it. Uh, Raiders of the Lark Ar- Lost Ark came in at twenty five percent. Jaws was seventeen percent, and Star Wars with eight percent. So, how did right. you pass me? Uh, because when you look over at uh, the Facebook stuff, and oh, then we I had see. Jennifer at the draft <laughs> house, and yeah. So I that's see. how it got passed there. Uh, also receiving votes, and we'll talk about these when we get to them, uh, were Independence Day, Will, uh, over Vintage Stock. And then we had uh, uh, on Twitter, uh, Retro Fanatic gave us uh, the first Jurassic Park movie. So those received votes as well. The poll is closed, but it's not too late. Tell us what your favorite summer blockbuster movies are. All summer long, you can find us and tag us and tweet at us and let us know. Uh, you can hit us on Twitter again at PGTC Podcast or on Facebook at facebook.com slash pop goes the culture podcast. If you email us your favorite summer blockbuster, uh, I'm not going to do anything with it. I'm just going to delete it. <laughs> so you can find links to all that and more on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. Do people do send emails anymore? Uh, nobody has yet. Well, I've used the email for other stuff when we're lining out different events and things, but no, nobody has sent it uh, in response to like. Think about how many emails you send a month. How many would you say you send? Me, not you. Yeah, I send send a shit. Any of the rest of us? Uh, I send a crap ton. Well, at work, I guess. I send exactly zero. I don't send any either. I don't send any emails. So don't email us your favorite summer blockbuster. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. That's you're on there anyways. You might as well just pop on over and that'll Instagram your cockpicks. <laughs> send send us your cockpicks. Rose on the thing. Peacock. Oh, yeah. Peacock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Peacock. Yeah. Peacock. Yeah. Not your albino peacocks either. I don't think <laughs> you don't want to see a big white cock. <laughs> no, I guess not. All right. <laughs> I don't want to see any, but that's whatever. Why. It is Saturday. I know it's early, but I mean, Saturday, Saturday night's coming. Saturday, it's always like this on Saturday. Yeah. Summer movies. So taking a look through the list dance, here. dance, Odin. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I've me. already asked her. She wouldn't do it. Dance, Goldie, dance. <laughs> All right. Take Summer blockbuster movies. So our criteria, again, was uh, had to be released between May and 1st of May, end of July. 
had to made at least a million dollars in the United States. You know, it made a million bucks. At least a hundred million dollars in the United States, uh, and it had to be released between 1975 and 2017. This is the list. You're not going to go over that whole list. No, I'm not going to go over this whole list. Yes, everyone. We'll be done about three. Yeah, exactly. Tomorrow. You didn't have anything planned today, (laughs) did you? Uh, So the first top of the list, one of our picks. uh, Who was Jaws? Was that you? That was me. So that was the officially, that's what's considered the first summer blockbuster movie, 1975, made $190 million. Why why I picked it was because it was like set in the summertime summertime. beach. You know, it it fits the whole... Genre of summertime. And that's another question down the road is your favorite summertime movie because I think we all have a movie that we relate to summer, whether it's Jaws or... Yeah, if they're swimming in bikinis and, you know, that's the summertime movies. I didn't pay attention to it last week, but it looks like Dusty and I were lazy and... Just picked the first two. (laughs) Number one, number two. (laughs) Actually, man, I've probably watched the first Jaws. I don't know. I, I bet I've seen it 15 times. So I'll tell you a story about Jaws. Uh, when we were growing up, our aunt Connie babysat us. Which me. one? There, there was there was three growing up. Yeah, the one that babysat us all the time. East Step. Yeah. So she uh, and they were they lived in town and here in Ozark, and she would babysit us and a bunch of other kids too, while mom and dad would work and uh, and you know that it was really just when before we were even in school. I don't think she watched us once we started going to or at least when I was starting elementary school. So it was really early on. We're talking young. Uh, I remember a couple things about that. Number one is I remember the ice cream truck would always come by while we were still there in the afternoons. And every once in a while, we'd go out and get some. I remember they had a couple schnauzers, uh, miniature schnauzers that uh, we'd play. They always had those. They always had those. But one thing I'll remember, and I'll never forget it, was one day, uh, you know, they had lived in town. And this was the early days of cable. So they had cable. And they had, like, HBO and Cinemax and Showtime, all that shit. And uh, one day... Uh, and she would just leave the TV on. We got there early before uh, we'd get, like, the cartoons and shit. And that was always cool to get, like, underdog and shit. And you'd get, like, Bozo the Clown in the mornings. And, you know, and everybody wanted to be on the Bozo the Clown show because, you know, you'd fucking throw a rock in a bucket and win, like, an entire pack of G.I. Joes and shit. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, oh, one day. Yeah, I forgot about that. Hells yes. Uh, one day, uh, Jaws 3 was on. Uh, which was the shittiest which one. Was, it was of terrible, all. but you know, you got to remember, I'm like four or five years old, and it wasn't so much scary, but there was a lot of like blood in Jaws 3. And so, uh, as it's ending, it's time to pick up your toys. We're getting ready to sit down for lunch, and for lunch, we had fish sticks <laughs> <laughs> smothered in ketchup. <laughs> and I remember not eating my lunch that day because just sitting there looking at a plate of fish sticks with ketchup, I was having just watched Jaws 3. PTSD. I was like, no, I think I'm good. <laughs> I'm ready to go to take a nap. <laughs> so there's a funnier story about the cartoons over at her house. So yeah. I stayed the night there one night. Yeah. And for some reason, I was flipping through the channels and I, it hit cartoons, but it's now like 1030 at night. Right. Which was adult cartoon, cartoons. Adult right. cartoons, like pornographic cartoons. Oh, adult, adult oh. cartoons. Yeah. yeah. And, okay. and I was like, sweet cartoons. <laughs> yeah. And then Connie runs over there like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Like, she knew exactly what I was watching. <laughs> There's nothing good. There's no good cartoons on at 1030 yeah, at night. Was, I must have hit, like, a Cinemax channel or right. something. Because they, they had the big satellite dish. I don't know what they had, but yeah. they had every channel. Yep. Don't give the kid a remote control <laughs> if you got the dirty shows. Not parental locked, I guess. Yeah, well, that was before parental locks were a thing. It was just, yeah, probably so. 
Uh, after Jaws in 75, you get to 77 with Star Wars. The next, you know, kind of took it up a notch as far as uh, summer blockbusters go. Uh, you know, then you get into the 80s. You get Empire Strikes Back, Raiders of the Lost Ark, E.T., uh, Return of the Jedi, more Indiana Jones, Ghostbusters, Gremlins, Rambo, Back to the Future, Top Gun, you know, Karate Kid, Beverly Hills Cop. The things sure he you said think he wasn't going to read the whole list. I'm not reading the whole oh, wait, list. Wait, wait, I'm leaving wait, wait. a lot Here's out. The whole list, Charlie. I seen it last week. You oh, get to okay. a lot of the uh, what you think of as your big summer blockbusters. <laughs> Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> yeah, then you I get like to that. The, I did too. That's a good oh, one. the mask. Uh, I never watched that. Movie. Batman 1989 was the big you know thing that year. Uh, just a ton of movies. And it was funny because we talked about this. I probably, as we took up the years, I should have raised that $100 million bar up a little bit because uh, you start getting movies that were released during that time that made more than $100 million that aren't necessarily what you'd consider summer blockbusters like uh, 1993's Sleepless in Seattle. Not necessarily what you think of as a summer blockbuster, yeah, but it did make, did make $127 million here in the U.S., I don't know what would have figured so it. So, what to do you be think more. the $100 million was in 1975? What it'd be worth today yeah. at the box office? There's, uh, there's two, people that know two, that information. 250 I million? I don't know. I don't know what it would be now, but there are people that track that shit and know. But, like, for example, 1995, Casper made $100 million in the U.S. Not exactly a uh, summer blockbuster. That yeah, movie sucked. I almost picked that one. Did you almost pick Casper? No. <laughs> but there are a lot of movies, you know, that. Summer blockbusters you don't always think of right away. Uh, you know, Jurassic Holy Park balls. <laughs> Did you see Lion King? Yeah, that made some money. 1994 made $423 million. Just in the U.S. alone. Yeah. Shoo. It probably got a couple of dollars from me. Yeah, yeah I imagine Damn, that built some stuff for... <laughs> the Disney parks? Yeah, wow. Then you get to the 90s and it's like... There are movies here that, that it was just about making shit explode on the screen as big as possible. Uh, yeah. um, Twister, Independence Day. Hey, Twister was a good movie, man. I, I love, love that movie. You get the Nick Cage run, Con Air, Face Off. <laughs> yeah, Face Off was better off. than Con Air. Face Off. Oh, awesome. no way. Con Air was a much better Con movie. Con Air was good, but the whole technology Face behind off Face funny. Off, that was pretty sweet. Con Air is the one with the plane and yeah. that one actor I can't stand. Yep. Nick Cage? No. No, <laughs> no, he's the, the bald guy that played John Cyrus. Yeah. yeah. She hates I him for some reason. Him. Oh. I hate his acting. Yeah, I can't. Every role he, has the he plays yeah, I think is because the same he has the same thing. voice and everything. Yeah. Yes. Switch it up, dude. You also had the uh Ron Howard Tom Hanks run in the uh, mid 90s. He had Forrest Gump, which is not Tom, uh Ron Howard, but Tom Hanks, Apollo 13. You get into some of those types. The Truman Show. That's a good movie. Yeah. I love that movie. Men in Black, again, mid to late 90s. There was a Godzilla movie in the 90s. <laughs> That's we don't enough to be said that. about, yeah. Uh, then you had, you know, the world's going to blow up stuff. You had Armageddon. You had, you know, some of these other uh, disaster movies. What contributed to that box office? To Armageddon? Yeah. Armageddon was probably the, probably the, the world disaster, one of the best world disaster movies. Yeah, then it turned in more nature stuff after that. You know, they did the asteroids, and they did the, I forget the names of them. It's on here somewhere, I'm sure, but you had some of those, uh, like Perfect Storm, Day After Tomorrow, oh, some of yeah. that shit. Uh, Saving Private Ryan was the, a big, big one. Wild Wild West was a summer oh, yeah. a summer movie. Um, I don't know if it was a blockbuster, but it made $100 million. It was cool. I love the whole steampunk yeah, aspect that was, of that was movie. Cool. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, and then, like I said, probably should have raised the bar because you've got like Notting Hill in 1999. <laughs> it was a summer blockbuster officially. Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, I think it's funny how, like, on the list it has Austin Powers, a spy who shagged me. Right. And it comes in at uh, 200 mil. And then right under is Star Wars The Phantom Menace <laughs> coming in at 475 mil. Yeah. <laughs> you went, yeah. Once you get to the late 90s, early 2000s, your action blow it up shit becomes action comedy. Like with the mummy, with Austin Powers. Some I'm pretty of that impressed stuff. that Big Daddy in '99 made 163 million. That was one of the better. Uh, that's probably my, one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> I know it's just weird that <laughs> I'm, it I'm made surprised. that much money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you over there playing with your uh, microphone desk? <laughs> Are you playing with her microphone? <laughs> <laughs> we can turn the lights down a little bit. I got them on a dimmer. Oh, yeah. Big Mama House. <laughs> Uh, yeah, then you get just straight up squirrely ass comedy. Big Mama House, Nutty Professor, The Clumps, yeah, Doctor Doolittle Two. There's the old X Men at 157 million. Yeah, 2000. Then you get to the 2000s, you start getting the uh, superhero movies like X Men. You start getting the Fast and the Furriest. Oh uh, yeah. Looking at some of these, some of these are pretty shitty. Uh, Pearl Harbor was pretty bad, but it made a lot of money. Never saw it. I moved. And saw bits and pieces of it. Never could stick around to watch the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not a good movie, I guess, but it's not my deal. Oh, Born Identity. Yeah, you get your Born movies. You got a few of those in there. I did like. I actually liked all those. Well, that Scooby Doo movie actually made 153 million. Somehow. <laughs> you get down to uh, 2006. Click made 137 million. Another Adam Sandler movie that wasn't as. It good was as okay. It was okay. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I think Christopher Walken helped save that a little bit. <laughs> a lot of it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, then it becomes uh, a lot more family movie type shit. Uh, sea biscuit. Yeah, you get you know your uh, ratatouilles. You get your. How Finding many of Nemo's. us here have seen Sea Biscuit? Uh, no, <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, dodgeball! Yes, <laughs> yeah. love that movie. That was a good movie. You get uh, a lot of the same actors. You get a lot of uh, Harrison Ford, even when he's not Indiana Jones, playing the president or playing this, that, or the other. A lot of Will Smith movies. A lot of Tom Hanks. Wow, that Longest Yard remake made a lot more than I would have Has there yeah, been expected. a Tom Hanks movie that hasn't made $100 million? Uh, probably, but it was probably early on. It had been like Joe versus the Volcano or some shit like that. Splash. I'm pretty sure that almost... Probably 90% of his movies have made over $100 million. I would say after 1990, probably, but I bet there's some early stuff huh. in the 80s that didn't. I figured The Devil Wears Prada would have been more than $125 million. Seems you, like that Did you see that? No, just, <laughs> I know like a ton of people went and saw it. Did they? So know. You were one Do of them? Do you have it on no, DVD? No, I've never seen it. No, you can't borrow it. <laughs> Uh yeah, just a lot of Evan yeah. Almighty just sitting at one hundred million. Superman barely. Returns made way more money than it should have. Yep, yeah. two hundred million. Then you get into the you know twenty tens, twenty whatevers. You get a lot of uh, a lot more action superhero. It's pretty much all action <laughs> superheroy after that. I pronounce you Larry and Chuck. That's pretty funny movie. <laughs> yeah, some were blockbuster. That's not what you think. Yeah, of. no, not at all. That movie really slipped under the radar. The uh, Bad Moms in 2016 made 113 million. Don't know that I would oh, call that right. a summer. That was a porno. <laughs> no, not that one. Oh, the other one. Uh, Girls Trip made 115. That million. was that was also. 
Wow, back no. in 2008. <laughs> as was Secret Life of Pets, apparently. That was a yeah, porno that's as well. A, that was a fairy 2008, porno. Hancock made 228. That's pretty, yep. that's pretty impressive. Magic Mike made 114 mil. That was a porno. That is it. <laughs> yeah. Just in the U.S.? Really? Yeah. Don't look at me, Kenny. Like, oh, you probably watched that, didn't you? Hey, we, uh, we both seen we Magic actually, Mike. We did. <laughs> the Magic actually, Mike movies aren't funny, terrible. Funny story about Magic Mike. Uh-oh. We watched it with her mom and dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on the that must have been super comfortable. Uh, I, I don't care so much, uh, but yeah. I think your I think your dad was like a little weirded out when the penises came out. So he, I just you know what my my poor dad bless his heart my mom let's go watch Magic Mike and he just goes I watched with the it. first one I didn't see the second one oh, I didn't think there was any new D in it halfway into it when they're grinding yeah. strings or whatever yeah there was a let's see there's a penis pump scene or something like that yeah. Oh. <laughs> the whole time he's like, I don't see the fucking castle or the wands. <laughs> <laughs> what, <about that? laughs> what, what are the little British Where's guys coming going to the castle? I don't get this. Where's the magic? <laughs> There's no magic at all in this. Oh, there was a lot of wands. <laughs> there, were, there were a few wands. There was a wand pump scene. It wasn't all that great. It's, I guess it was worth watching one time. Good enough to make a second and third one. So well, I didn't yeah, see any but the first one. one so and yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not into it. Well, I think good about that was Fluffy was in it. <laughs> Who was who's Fluffy? Gabriel oh, yeah. Oh. He was the DJ, I guess, in it. Um, yeah. I thought we were talking about Harry Potter again. I was like, isn't that the name of the I dog? The dog, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Fluffy. there was no Fluffers in that. I was like, not Fluffers, Fluffy. <laughs> so a lot of movies to pick from. Mostly we think of the big action movies wow, of the year. Bad Teacher made more money than it should have. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it made $100 million and that's, that's generous for that movie. So there are a lot of summer movies out there. There are going to be a lot more this year to pick from. Uh, Avengers is not going to make our list if we keep the same criteria because uh, it released in April. So it's kind of having those arbitrary guidelines kind of, you know, you got to draw a line somewhere. But, yeah, it kind of. I think we should have narrowed our criteria to action. Just it had to have the summertime feel to it. Not. Well, that would be a different. What would that? Oh, yeah, you can't. So if. Like a summertime blockbuster that had to have the summertime feel. Anything that so had like to Independence do. Day or yeah. anything that takes place kind of in the yeah, summer, in the Fourth Ju- of July Pirates era. Of the I'm telling you, that's gonna yeah. be a that's gonna be another poll somewhere down the line this summer when we're running out of ideas. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be your favorite summer. It has to have an ocean scene at least for you know, or just any kind of yeah set in the summer. Yeah. I think because there are movies that if you're just talking about your favorite summer movies. You know, there's some they're gonna go. People are gonna pick some of them, like Even some like, of the uh, baseball movies, like, like the Sandlot. San- Sandlot, that's yeah. what I was thinking of because yeah, we, we were talking, talking about, about that. that. There's yeah. a sign in Rogersville that they just changed today. That's like you're kind of upset about. Buckle it. up, you're killing me, Smalls, or something. That's what <laughs> no, I, said on, I was, I was upset the, about it. The Modot billboards, you know? yeah, the ones they change it, the yeah. electronic Small. ones. So yeah, Sandlot be a good summertime movie. There's others as well. That, so Anytime we'll, that anything that takes place while kids are out of school and they're advent, you know, Goonies or right. Well, Goonies is more. I don't think Goonies is very I summertime. Thought they, I thought they were. That uh, was. A, they were on summer vacation. No, because no. it's more fall because they got yeah. the guys at the football and oh, the cheerleaders. It? Yeah, and it stuff. was. Yeah. It was fall time. Uh, it, it, it is. Uh, I don't know if that's set. When is that? I guess it's in the summer because they're out of school. Like this, like the end of the school year type stuff. So yeah, it's summertime. Pornos count too. If it's in the summer. <laughs> if it's like a beach scene. If it's on summertime a beach scene. <laughs> Depends. <laughs> well, you could have yeah, a beach fight. scene like there's a in lot of Florida in non-summer though, right? 
There's Are a lot most of, of them recorded out in California where it's like summer all the time? Aren't they all yeah, recorded in like know. a three block radius? I think <laughs> they're pretty much all recorded inside of a studio somewhere. You can have a green screen and be anywhere you want. That's right. Well, like like Joe's got one out here. <laughs> what we don't know is Joe secretly has space porno scenes on the couch when the kids are gone. and there's no Well, if you don't know, it's not because it's a secret. It's just because you ain't looking. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the right <laughs> website. Not you got to look that stuff up the right way. Uh, so that's kind of, yeah, it's a lot of summer blockbusters. We'll talk about our favorite summery movies later on this summer. What are you doing over there, Kenny? <laughs> my beard has a few, or my little goatee thing has a few stragglers that are catching on the foam every once in a while. I was just like, Arr. Still got commitment issues with the goatee. <laughs> yeah. You did, you finally changed it. You went full beard. I usually shave it down a couple times a year. Down I to the yeah, I can't. I have to have my mask. has to seal. I, I know, so just shave it all the way off. He has a, I didn't he, tell you anything, Alexis. <laughs> Alexis telling you. Him, uh, without, him without goatee is like weird because he has like a weird baby chin. <laughs> like, weird story about that. Chin. You remember when dad shaved his beard off for the first time when we were kids? Freaked we were, us out. Yeah, we were scared yeah. to death. We were like, oh my gosh, a stranger in the house. Yeah. They'd done the same thing to me when, we were, when they were little, didn't they? Yep. yep. So I shaved, mine, I shaved mine off probably four times a year probably. Right. Right yeah. now, a little girl out a little bit and it gets too hot to yeah. mess with. I was just debating whether or not to keep growing or shave it down for the summer or just keep it trimmed down or something. Yeah, trim it down like your balls. You bet. <laughs> Joy's like got some wrinkles like coming. Got to manscape that shit. Feels like yeah. a baby's testicles. All right, we'll just leave that one hanging out there as well. Some people were dumbfounded. Some people were stopping what they were gonna say. Some of us thought better than just ah, we'll just leave that. Know how many baby testicles? That's what I was going with. It's like, how do you know all about the baby testes? All right, well, big news for next week. Kind of the programming note. So here's what's gonna happen on Monday. We're going to start a new series of episodes talking television and what's streaming and all that stuff. We're going to do that on Mondays, so be looking for that. You've not had that so far, but you're going to get it up in your business yeah, starting you this Monday. Yeah, yeah. Just lather that all around. Uh, on Tuesdays, we are going to be at a new on-location home on Tuesdays. Starting next Tuesday, we'll be talking home entertainment and video games from GameStop. Oh, yeah. You guys coming out to the yep. Yeah, I'm going to bring him so he can talk uh, stuff with you. We will corrupt you, Kenny, just uh, into video park. games. No, you won't. Well, make sure you, make sure you park around back because they may or may not. the thing. They may or may not know we're coming. You passed out your my first Funky Town pop, so we're gonna have to get Kenny to play. If you're yeah, now that you're into the Funky Town pops, Kenny's gonna start playing the games. I accept his gift. He's into him. Yeah, he was so happy. my computer. If you're looking, if you're looking him up online, which you were, it was because. He asked me if I was if I was to have a Funky Town Pop, which one would I take? I was going to take the Moxie from Borderlands Funky right. Town Pop, and then the Claptrap one was pretty cool. But and then he seen the Siren. No, I didn't. Uh, you did. You're you're a Funky Town Popper. No, I was actually <laughs> googling tattoos at that time. Oh, tattoos or boobs? I don't remember which one. Yeah. <laughs> or boob tattoos. Under boob tattoos are very yeah. popular. Yeah. So we'll be out there on Tuesday showing off our <laughs> underboob tattoos, me and Dusty and Odin. And tattoos? Tattoos. Do you have any underboob tattoos? I don't have anything on my chest. I was going to get a star back. around one nipple <laughs> once, but I never did do it. I imagine that'd be sensitive. I don't know. 
I thought about I a chest know, I, piece, I but that's kind of a girl thing now. So this so. tattoo wraps all the way to here. So right, but not your nipple. Not a nipple. No, that's I what I'm saying. A, that nipple. I got beat. one around my belly button. Right. The ninja star. That's what they. <laughs> yeah. The ninja star. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody talks about how bad certain places hurt and stuff, but like you know, when I got that, I literally could have fell asleep. It was. Yeah. I tell you the <laughs> right up in here in this like yeah. area right in the crease of your arm. Uh huh. That that one's that one's. The, probably the worst. They hit a lot of nerves. Yeah, in there. they say whoever they are say that the closer it is to the bone, or like real thin skin, they're like the worst. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've never had. I've got them coming. This one comes yeah. deep into here. This come into here. Into the crease yeah. right here. Yeah, yeah. I, they got right up in nothing. there, man. That one hurt pretty bad. On uh, so bring out your tattoo art on Tuesday at the yeah. <laughs> at the GameStop. We'll show us yeah. your tramp stamps and your titty mm-hmm. tattoos. And whatnot, and, and we we'll, will appreciate them. We yeah. will grade. We will, grade <laughs> we will them we'll critique them. Ten. Yeah, we'll critique them for you. Uh, Wednesdays we'll be talking comics at Vintage Stock on South Glenstone, like always. Thursday we'll be talking movies, like always, from the Alamo Draft House. And then next Saturday, oh, this will be a fun one. We're gonna go out to Tommy Hawk's Axe House in Springfield, yeah. and speak not to be confused with Tony Hawk's Axe House. Not to be confused with Tony Hawk's Titty House. Uh, we will be out there. <laughs> well, you didn't know he had that? that. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. They're, they're riding around either. on skateboards. Oh yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> we'll be out there talking to the folks at Tommy Hawk's about their business. We'll be getting a little bit of a lesson. We'll be doing some axe throwing with critique as we're doing them. So somebody will hold the mic and we'll uh, we'll be doing that. And then we'll we'll also be recording our regular show. So you'll get. Uh, you know, all the news headlines and entertainment and pop culture, and then you'll get a little bit of something from uh, Tommy Hawk's Axe House. That's five days of shows starting next week. Three of those regularly are going to be on that location. Uh, we'll move around our Saturdays. We've got some things coming up as well. Uh, Saturday the 16th, we will be. it'll be hot. It'll be 2 o'clock in the afternoon, but we'll be recording at the Alamo Draft House in the parking lot under the canopy. Look for the bright pink canopy. We'll be right next to the Rickmobile. From Rick and Morty, so they're going to be Look for there. the breast cancer awareness canopy. The pink canopy. <laughs> and be look us. for the Rickmobile, and then look to the side of it for the pink canopy, and that's where we'll so be So are we, we going to record with them? It depends. If, we, if they are willing to uh, chit-chat with us, then, yeah, we'll talk, awesome. to the, we'll talk to the driver of the Rickmobile. And I know they're going to be set up, like, selling merchandise and stuff. So, so it's not actually the people, the voices of <laughs> those guys? No. I'm no, going to guess they're not coming to Springfield, yeah. They just come and they it's like have a mo- house houses and yeah, they it's like a, a moving stuff. yeah a moving merchandise sales. So thing. you told me adult bounce houses were going to be involved. We're going to talk about that. That is the uh, Tuesday night, the twenty sixth. We're going to be at the Alamo Draft House celebrating their one year birthday, one year anniversary in town. They are setting up bounce houses. And according to Jennifer, this is what she said: they'll have bounce houses for the kids and bounce houses for the adults. Does that mean naked? bounce house. I'm going to guess not if it's next to the kids' bounce houses, yeah, probably <laughs> but it, it might be. You're more likely to see nudity in the kids' bounce houses than you are probably in the adult <laughs> bounce houses. I'm not into that kind of thing. <laughs> I'm not saying anybody's into it. I'm just saying I know how kids get. Yeah, uh, kids don't care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're going to have contests. They're going to have all kinds of fun and games going on. They're going to turn the entire backlot bar area into a saloon. Uh, so there's drunk bounce housing? Yeah. Oh, Lord. You know, last time that happened, <laughs> yep. so we were, jump, we were jumping <laughs> through the top. It had like a, like a chimney thing right. in the top of it, 
had a birthday party, and then it was like adult time, and we had all been drinking, and Chris jumped through the top of the chimney part and, like, collapsed the whole bounce house, right. and Lance was freaking out because thought he was going to lose his deposit. It was, it was a mess. Drunk yeah. bounce housing is... It's actually kind of fun. It is quite a bit of fun. <laughs> so many people fell off the side of the slide onto the ground. I think we soaped it up, didn't we? Oh, we did something. I don't remember what it yeah, was. But it that was makes it a little harder if you grease yeah, it up the bounce house. It, was, uh, <laughs> it got pretty wild, I think. I yeah. imagine so. Uh, I don't know if they'll have that going on in the parking lot, but <laughs> I'm going to guess. Probably not. For liability purposes, yeah. I'm going to guess not. Soaped up bounce house wrestling. Bikini <laughs> wrestling. Dude, <laughs> I just, we just made some money. I can get a <laughs> There you go. So that is on Tuesday night, the 26th. It starts. The festivities start at 5 p.m. The movies, they're going to show Blazing Saddles, which is why they're going with the Western theme. That starts at 8 o'clock. So we'll be out there for that. We've got a couple things going on uh, in the month of June. We'll be out and about. July is going to be hotter than balls. And we may start, like I said, do the earlier in the day shows for that, unless people have us coming out to their stuff. And then you haven't I- got a, uh, us a spot at the fireworks show. What's it? What's it called up here in Springfield? The I don't think they do that anymore. Oh, they they, they, they canceled it? that. Oh, yeah, no, they stopped doing that a couple uh, years ago. Yeah. They used to broadcast it on TV and everything. Oh yeah, no, they've quit doing all that. So I guess so we're getting a reality show in uh, Party Cove up there. Oh really? We should go up there. Yeah, you hook us up with somebody or somebody listening. Happens I don't even to want to. Goes up any. They're doing a. They're doing a reality show for the Party Cove now. Right. So we could probably show up for that. Yeah, we need whatever we can do. Like I said, we don't have much going on in July. There's going to be a, the first week of July, the week of the Fourth of July. We're not doing any shows that week, but uh, but throughout July, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do. Something that'll uh, be a little cooler than it is sitting in here. Hopefully, have you guys been to the Party Cove back in its prime? I don't know how good it is now, but uh, they tie up all in high school. And it's been the Osage Beach. They tie up all the boats together and drink and a lot yeah. of titty shots. Yeah, we did that, and there was another one. I don't remember where it was at, but we... You're looking around like, you're going to see it here. Well, so. I, was, I, was trying, I was trying to think. I was like, were we trying to get away? location. This way? <laughs> when so, you're drinking, your your true north sense is way off. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't care. We were going to everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was alcohol and chicks. We were there. So then yeah. we have uh, so so July is kind of dead for us. So if you've got something you want us to show up at, or you'd like us to come out and check out your yeah, business, we will crash your summertime weddings or whatever. Whatever you, if you <laughs> that is on a bucket list for me is to crash a wedding. Well, I'll tell you what, we got the equipment and stuff. We can go to DJ somebody's wedding for yeah. them. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, awesome. we should do that. We do a karaoke or something at a wedding. We could there do was something. just a wedding last week that I yeah, pro- it was probably <laughs> small though. So there's weddings just about everywhere, I imagine. We need a real... So we can't do the reception in the church. It probably wouldn't be appropriate. No, no, that's not appropriate. Outside at someone's house or something, we could do that. Yeah, we can <laughs> set up anywhere. We can set up at parks. We can set up at any events you would need one so to if you're listening, we do weddings now. <laughs> yeah, or bar <laughs> hey, mitzvahs or graduations. If you the wedding. Sweet 16s. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want to do that. But you can. If but somebody's you can. willing to pay. Yes, I can, can legally... Marry people, yes. Yes. So somebody wants somebody's looking for a wedding on a budget. <laughs> you just let us know. We'll Call we'll roll up and get you, you married. Don't mind me in a G string officiating your wedding. <laughs> that's yes. half the fun right there. Yeah. Yes. That's the outfit you wear. <laughs> <laughs> that was happened one time, Kenny. I was expecting like a nice shirt. <laughs> Actually, I had a, well, you can do that too. Yeah, you can do that too. But 
It's a little a more for the G string wedding. That I can just tear off as soon as the music starts. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Just Dust. grab it right here and just rip it off, and yeah. all the suit comes off in one shot. I will find it. <laughs> like the button-up suit. You need to be yeah. practicing the uh, routine, the pole dancer guy that you had us watch a while back. Dude, I can't get in those positions. <laughs> that guy was athletic. Not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not going to come naturally. you got to work at it. That's Feel what we're talking shit, about man. here. I don't stretch come enough on. for that shit. <laughs> you need to start That's stretching time, then. Time to start. Oh, Throw so. my shoulder out, top of the pole, yep. slide down. <laughs> That's why you practice, so that way you can compensate. That's why you can do Why don't you practice? I don't have to practice. You can already do those moves? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe 1% of the people in the world can do those moves. That guy's been working at it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's it I for like June. I'd like to see that. <laughs> that's sure it for June. Uh, <laughs> She's like, why haven't I seen that? <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot going on in July. We'll figure out something. We always do. And then August, we're going to be moving around, doing some different things. So uh, you can check our Facebook page for all the information on that. I have a question. Going How and sharing hot is stuff. the cosplay walk going to be? In August? Yes. Yeah, it's going to be one. We're not going to be in cosplay unless we're cosplaying as people. I'm just saying, man, can you imagine people dressing up in their full get-ups? And well, that's, I think that's why it's early in the day because it's over by like noon. Man, that'd be hot. I was going to dress up. You were? I don't know. It depends. It's less than what I have on right you now. you got to wear a Pop Goes the Culture shirt. I know. How about Pop Goes the Culture? Just Bikini spray top, paint it on your. Like a crop top or something, push-up bra. Just just paint it like they do the body <laughs> painting. Yeah, there you go. I'll airbrush it on there. There you go. Look, he's already offered to airbrush it on me. Well, Dusty can airbrush it easy. I'll make a stencil for you. I thought you were going to say you could airbrush it on Dusty, too. <laughs> I'll airbrush it on Dusty. one on my ass. I just put a thong out there. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I pop on one cheek and goes to the <laughs> culture on the just other. A, just a big P on each cheek. <laughs> just the pop side. Just the, yeah, but the O is uh, something else. <laughs> that P on each side. Yeah. There you go. Whatever it takes. <laughs> what does that say? Hold on. Let me bend over and pick this up for you. <laughs> oh, pop. That says pop. It's a little hairy O there. <laughs> we'll wax that. You got to wax that. Yeah. There you go. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we do. You I'll tell you what. If you're, you're going to get, you, if you're gonna get waxed, we're going to do a live recording while you're uh, laying down there oh getting waxed. We so have to. Do that. I did that to his back once. Oh my gosh! He's like, oh my god! The wax, the wax was fucking me. hot, man. It's, it's all one temperature. Be, yeah. it, it doesn't mm-hmm. like you don't get to set I the know. temperature. It, just, it wasn't the the like the pulling of the hair didn't bother me. It was the pouring of the hot ass wax that burnt me. Okay, I got scars from it. Well, speaking of hot hot wax on your ass, uh, yeah. Whenever you go to get your axe waxed for the uh, cosplay, we'll uh, wax that ass. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll do the recording right there, right oh, there shit. at the the location. So. <laughs> Please. If you own a uh, waxing studio in town <laughs> and you would like us to come out and do a podcast recording, who's going to be the first one to get the Pop Goes the Culture tattoo? I'll have to see how this goes. We're going to have to monetize this somehow once before we. Once we're a year in, everybody has to get a Pop Goes the Culture tattoo, including Odin. Whoa. I mean, I will, I will take He'll that as 18. my first tattoo. Yeah. yeah. I will take that as my first tattoo. Look at his butt cheek. Yeah, my butt. You don't have to get it somewhere that shows. You can get it get wherever you want. Tramp stamp. <laughs> you gotta get it like Wakanda style. Up Those never turn out good. I just go from. They never turn out good. Never. I'll get. I'll get it. I'll be the first one to get it. It's gotta be Wakanda style. You gotta have that under, under, under your lip there. <laughs> yeah, that's your on the inside. Have the pop goes the culture on there. Yeah. I don't think so. You don't think you think that might hurt. I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe maybe not. But I don't know. I'll see how that would last very long. I don't know. Could come off, kind of like your hand tattoos. Yeah, I don't know. I got hand tattoos. They made it. 
So well, that is what we got going on. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Yeah, that's right there. I don't I mean, have I'm any like on my like, fingers or anything. Right. This doesn't see as much action as this stuff does. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's right. <laughs> She's quite a bit of action. All right. So that's uh, what we got coming up this week. Look for us on Uh-oh. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. <laughs> Every day of the week. Yeah, except for Fridays Friday, and Sundays. Yep. Which, uh, if you get everything going on the sports show. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Friday. Yeah, if we did that, that would be. Uh, so that is uh, that for this next week coming up. Our social media poll question for the week, since we're going to be throwing axes next Saturday, doing all kinds of uh, manly warrior stuff, although the gal that's teaching us could probably throw better than we are if she's been doing it longer than we have. It's oh, a yeah. girl that's teaching us? Yeah. Dad, we got to stay yeah, she's, uh, She seems really super nice. You can definitely tell she's Knows what she's doing. Yeah, she uh, knows she what she's doing. That. Uh-huh. Focused. Very focused, yeah, that military focus. It's like, oh, uh, yes, definitely, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Actually, I bet you I can throw her off tilt. <laughs> I don't uh, know. She's been in the military. She's probably hurt uh, it all. So. And she looks like a lady that doesn't put up with a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch me scalp this guy. I'll give him a haircut from across the room. <laughs> He's got to throw it sideways. <laughs> Easy there, it is. So our question for the week is, who is the baddest warrior in your mind in pop culture. And that can be interpreted however you want to interpret it. As we're going to be throwing axes, it could be uh, an axe thrower, or it could be anybody else. I know who Kenny's going to pick, but... So we I, just, uh, I think you do. Oh. So was, let's fine-tune it here a little bit. All right. It has to be melee weapons only. Yeah, yeah or not. Warrior. It's up to you. I mean, warrior could be anybody with guns. Or, could be. I mean, if there's... It. No, let's just leave it open. Let's see what everybody comes up with, and we'll let the we'll let Odin's friends on Twitter decide the winner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, coming in last place last week with Star Wars means Kenny gets to go first. Can you believe week. that Star Wars came in last? No, I can. I can believe it didn't win. Fucking I can't Odin. believe it didn't win. Yeah. How, had, like, how many friends do you have that are helping you? Not that many because we didn't have a whole lot yeah, of votes. No. Four. Which is sad that he can take half the votes with his three friends or whatever. So, <laughs> so get out there can, and vote, people. Take all the votes people. With the, with the uh, yeah. half yeah. votes with our house. Like, yeah, as I say, my we started getting our friends. They didn't vote at all. Like I told them. Well, well, this I, week, I believe this week they didn't. Now, yeah. huh? I know they're dead to me now. <laughs> Jeez, Odin's friends. They weren't that close to begin with. If they're dead to you now, <laughs> just off of the social media poll, you still won it, and they're still dead to him. Yeah, yeah. you got the golden girl. You got Blanche. Tell him thank you for being a friend. <laughs> All right, Kenny, you're warrior for the week. So you got the spelling. Can uh, you say it for us, Kenny? Mayamato Musashi. And, and tell us why. Who is that? Uh, because he is actually, he works with pop culture because he still has uh, graphic novels and car- uh, comic books that they still do using him. And uh, he was a... Uh, the writer of the Ronin, and he uh, had a couple things, but he was amazing, amazing warrior with swords. He actually fought, he was the first to fight with the longer style sword, and uh, he was just, he was very smart about how he did the duels and stuff. He had hundreds of duels in his lifetime, and he would do stuff like this one guy, he was a big uh, well known, he was like the baddest man in, from the West, you know, whatever, and uh, swordsman and stuff. And uh, so they challenged him, 
and like he uh, went to the adjoining island the night before, and so the, the samurai got up, you know, and the samurais are very strict, and that's, that's why a lot of samurais hated him, because he wasn't, he grew his hair long, scruffy, didn't follow the rules, and so this samurai was waiting for him, and you always start it at, like, six in the morning, and that's just how it's always done. Well, he didn't show up for, like, a few hours, and he come rowing in on a rowboat, and with a sword wooden sword made from one of the oars and this guy was like super insulted he's like you're gonna be late you're gonna you know come at me with a sword you carved out of a oar and he was it threw him off his game and with that sword with that wooden sword he defeated like the baddest ass samurai that was you know for that half of the world you know and so just little things like that he was very smart and he was very talented he killed many many people <laughs> and that's what i know i'm gonna lose anyway so i'm going with what the dude I go with your passion yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> he loves him some japanese men's <laughs> i love samurai <laughs> all right dusty uh so came in third place yeah i'll go way opposite from ken i'm gonna go tiny tina <laughs> yes. From uh, Borderlands 2. <laughs> I actually do know who that is because the kids have played I, it. I was actually thinking of going with the Borderlands 2 character as well. Tiny Tina. Do you want to set that up a little bit for us? Give us the backstory. You can. You can tell. You can talk about Tiny Tina. I got it. Uh, she's a we, 13. We went kind of with uh, Butt Stallion, the Diamond Pony. It could have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She's a 12 or 13-year-old girl. Her parents died. Uh she's just a spunky character like the stuff that she says for anyone out there who has never played Borderlands 2 the commentary in that game is worth $60 yes. I mean it is it's uh-huh. not, the game's not even $60 anymore but just right. to listen to the whole storyline is just amazing what mm-hmm. they've came up with yeah, to, out of these characters play. mouths she's, she's probably the best character out of yeah, she's all a, of she's them she's a fan favorite for any Borderlands fan yeah yeah, but but that's why I said if it had to be with melee weapons or no. she's a little she's, mentally she's disturbed. Guns and bombs and oh yeah, yeah she's a little fine. mentally disturbed. Oh yeah, you know, she's cra- she's fucking crazy. Okay, fine, she's <laughs> just crazy. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. There's really not a whole lot. She's just I don't know, crazy teenager. So all right, I really don't know how to set her up all that great. You probably have it better I mean, than I do. Well, you just have to play the game to know anything about her. But then yeah. she had her own little spinoff. She had like her own DLC where she played a board game, and you know there was fucking dragons and killed everybody. And they're like, oh, oh we'll make the dragon. We change the dragon to like some like bunny or something, you know. So everyone, li- yeah, it was they were making up this board game, playing it. But you're actually playing through this DLC. Right. It was just, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, let me think. Let me think. You think you're the one who typed this up like days ago? <laughs> I didn't even know I typed this that up. We, yeah, I typed this up last night. Yeah. was until today. Uh, I'm going to go with. Oh, I'll go with. Uh, shit, I'm trying to think. I'll go with uh, King Leonidas. Who? Yeah, that was going to be one of my choices. Who? The uh, leader of the 300 Spartans that held off the Persian army. I didn't know what his name was. The guy with the beard. Seriously? The guy with the the abs. They only said his name like a hundred times in that movie. I know. I haven't seen it in Uh, a long time. Leonidas, like lion. 
Okay, I got it. Would you don't, kill? Don't nerd rage on me, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's an actual character, so it's not really a nerd rage. He, he is a real person that did these things. I know, but you're, uh, you're raging on me because I didn't know who he was. <laughs> you didn't know his middle name. <laughs> That's Paul. I love, I love my history. I can't help it. <laughs> All right, Odin. Up to you. So, you get the last pick. There's a lot left on the table. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually going to go with my heart on this one as well. Um, I'm, I'm also going oh. to do Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you I'm do Borderlands three characters. We don't even know Borderlands. Uh, that's three right. <laughs> Make one. <laughs> Make up. it anyone up. Okay, but I'm actually going to have to go with uh, Zero from Borderlands two. Yes. And uh, Zero is more of like the sniper class of Borderlands. Uh, he is possibly a robot, possibly an alien. We don't know. He's he, a Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah, he's the he's the swordsman too, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. he. Uh, that's why I did that because he has this like energy sword that y- he uses, and he's really cool because he's he's just in this big jumpsuit with a like helmet, so you can't see his face, and he always speaks in like haikus. Yeah, and he and whenever he shows emotion, it, it's like a holographic like emoji or something like on his face, either like a yeah, he's heart got or the. Oh, the old Watchman mask type thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like you can't see what he's doing. It just kind of, like, shows up on a helmet. Right. And he's a very versatile warrior. He'll either, like, take you out from long range or cloak himself and take you out like that. So. I can't believe nobody picked the ultimate warrior. The ultimate warrior. <laughs> <laughs> he is the... He's not just a warrior. He's the, the ultimate, ultimate warrior. I was going to go He-Man. Ah. He-Man would work. Yeah, I was going to go He-Man. I thought you were going to go with Conan for a while. But I used him already or Thundar. else. Thundar the Barbarian. Arnold Schwarzenegger, man. Could have went with... Could have gone with uh, William Wallace from Braveheart. Yeah. I thought Braveheart... Could have gone with Russell Crowe with the uh, Gladiator. Could have done Willy Wonka. He enslaved an entire race of people. <laughs> Okay, that was that, that was an option available. That was uh, totally open. Then. That was an option available <laughs> to you. Could have gone with Thor. Yeah, he could have went with Harry Potter. He's a warrior. Mm-hmm. Jason Momoa. Yeah, you could have. <laughs> yeah, it would have been easy to do Thor. You could almost just say any yeah. name and come up with a a reason why they're the a warrior. I'm telling you, the ultimate warrior. Any any real name soldier could have been named. Link from Legend of Zelda. Yeah. How many times has he saved that fucking princess? She could have gone Mario. Yeah, Mario. He's always looking for the princess. He's more like a hero. Yeah, he's less a warrior. warrior. I don't know, dude. You see him throwing those flaming fireballs and... <laughs> Out of his nose? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Picking the flaming boogers. Yeah. <laughs> the bouncing flaming boogers. Because huh. <laughs> I've got to get caught up on what Mario does. <laughs> so, yeah, back in the day, we always said that he was throwing the fireballs it looks from like he's his, doing nose, his nose yeah. the way the motion was. Yeah, could have been. You don't know. Either that or he was part dragon. <laughs> could have been. <laughs> Only if you got the flower, though, that yeah. turned him into a dragon. That's right. The hot sauce flower. All right. Well, that poll will be up uh, no later than Sunday, and it'll end at noon Central Time on Friday, June the 8th. You can vote on our social media pages. We've given you those already. If you don't remember them, go look them up online on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. That's it for today's show. Catch us Monday. We're talking about uh, television, what's new for the month of June on TV and streaming. And there is a show coming out starting next week we'll be talking about a little bit. So uh, 
We'll be doing that on Tuesday. We'll be out at GameStop. If you're off or you're available, come swing by and say hi to us. We'll be there at 10 a.m. till probably around 11 or so. Uh, Wednesday, we'll be out at Vintage Stock. If you're picking up your comics or trading in your baseball cards or whatever, why swing on by and say hello. We'll be there at 10 a.m. till around 11 or so. And then we'll be out at the Alamo Draft House on Thursday. We'll be throwing at Tommy Hawk's Axe House on Saturday. Busy week ahead of us. Catch us online. Subscribe on your i on your uh, iTunes or on your Android, your Google Play Store, wherever you get your uh, podcasts. Make sure to subscribe so you know when those new episodes are available. That's it. We're going to close out today's show with the long asked for, long awaited uh, cover of Africa by Weezer. This was originally done by Toto in 1982. Weezer covered it. And that's our song out for today. Kind of want to hear Rose. So it wasn't too. put on by the little dog and the. Uh, <laughs> or what was the what is, movie? What is wrong? Toto, Toto? the dog. You know, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. yeah. No. So it wasn't sung yeah. by the dog. No, it wasn't okay. sung by the dog. Oh, that's too bad. I kind of listened to that too. I would too. <laughs> Especially if he was right with the melody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that stuff. Uh, irritates me. Spank your golden brick road. All righty. For Pop Goes Culture Podcast, I've been Joey Mills with GeekDad.com. Kenny Wright with Upscale Edge. Odin with Upscale Edge. Dusty with Stafford Lawn Care. And Jessica, a.k.a. Cinnamon with PGTC Jess. She's getting in stereo. Dusty's putting his mic in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Your surround sound. Wow. That's it for this week's show. Have a good week. Later. See Bye. ya. say